I just want to say thank you to everybody who is tuning in to the Royals Relationship Revelations podcast. This is episode seven. If you have not done so yet, please, please, please go listen to episodes one through six. Some very good content. I think anybody could learn from the early content talking about my family, relationships with women in the last episode and what that did for me. But in episode seven, I want to focus on the aftermath of what happened in episode six. So if you haven't listened to episode six yet, in episode six, I discuss the impact that a certain situation had on me my senior year and how I looked at women after that and how I treated women after that. It was it was extremely immature and I think that a lot of guys, especially in high school, college, you know, even after college, I think anybody could learn from that situation because I used it as an excuse. And there, I don't think there is an excuse for what happened next after after that situation in my senior year. So episode seven is going to start off with me entering college and my relationship with women that I met. I had some flawed, extremely flawed character traits. I mean, I was I was manipulative. I used women. I was selfish. I was deceitful. Just. And all of that was hidden. I think that was the scarier part about it all because if you if you saw me, you would say, Oh, that's a that's a nice guy. He he's personable, he can he can relate to people. I was I was athletic. All of these traits that people saw from the outside, but these hidden traits that were underneath and nobody knew except for the women that I was involved with starting off my freshman year of college. When I say manipulator, <laughs> I wanted to paint a picture of being this nice guy, knowing that I was not ready to commit to being with one woman. And that's just, it's it's tough to say because I knew who I was at that time, but I also knew who, the picture that I was trying to portray to other people as well. So, as I said, I came off as a nice guy. I did boyfriend-like things, but didn't want to be in a, in a relationship. And as a, a freshman girl or even any girl at that time that I approached or was trying to get to know better, it it was scary because I did, from the outside looking in, I painted a picture of, oh, okay, that, that guy would be boyfriend material. And I got extremely close with these women, um, a few in particular that I can think about that they got the wrong end of the stick. I, I mean, as I said, I was, I lied by omission, just didn't let, left out certain details, but 
it took me so long to realize that over time you just you just make excuses over and over and I I used to pride myself on saying, you know, well, I I never lied to you, which is true. I didn't lie, but I lied by omission because I left out certain details. I left out certain aspects that I knew if they knew, they wouldn't want to talk to me anymore. So I continued to paint this picture of, oh, he's he's not doing that, but I'm also not meeting the standards that these that these women have for themselves. And these were these were nice girls. I mean, extremely nice girls. And I took full advantage of that. And this, <clears throat> now that I sit back and reflect on it, because I do a, a lot of self-reflection nowadays, it's embarrassing to even to even think about what what I could have did for some of these women emotionally. Uh, the, I mean, financially, we talking about money that they spent on me, and in return, all the all that they wanted was a relationship. And me being who I was at that time and being broken emotionally and being hurt, I took it out on people that didn't deserve it. I find I find myself looking at so many situations different now than I did before because before, like I said, I had an excuse. There was a reason behind everything, and I needed people to understand that. But what I failed to realize in that is that as you continue to make excuses, there is less of blame on yourself, and you put more blame on somebody else. And as I as I grew older and as I started to look back, I'm like, that that's not how that situation should have played out. The situation should have played out where you give somebody an option to say, oh, okay, he's not ready, and I want to stick around for this, or he is ready, and and you find a way to make it work. But I played the in-between so much. I played on the fence, the the dates, the the Valentine's Day, going out to dinner. I did all of these things, and the only thing that they asked me in return was to be in a relationship with them. And I could have easily come out and just said, I'm not emotionally ready for that. And if you want to stay around and wait, to see what that looks like. Maybe later on you could, but even now that I even make that statement, I don't even know if that's the right way to go about it either. What I think I should have done and what I think a lot of people should do is when you are hurt, I think it is time to take a break from dating because you need time to to heal. And that time could be different for anybody. It could be a year. It could be a few months, whatever that looked like for you. But the more that I played into the hands of this being a manipulator and being selfish and being deceitful, it starts to become who you are. It it shows up as, as a character trait. And to be honest, now that I look back on it, I don't want that 
I didn't want that on my name. I didn't want to be deceitful. I didn't want to be manipulative. But that's that's what I was. There is no other way around it. And so my way of healing was to, in my head, it was to, it was to do to somebody what somebody had done to me. And these girls at the time, like I said, in, in high school, I was all in. Ten toes. We, we are, we are completely in this together. But as I made that transition into who I thought I wanted to be at that time, it was the complete opposite. So the women were ten toes in, and I was like two and a half toes in. And and people got hurt. I mean, I have story after story about so many situations where <clears throat> I knew I knew a girl liked me. I knew that if I did enough, like the bare minimum, just to get their attention that that they were going to be attracted to me and I was going to take advantage of that. And it is Now that I think about it, I I mean, obviously, I'm sorry for those things, but I'm just trying to, I'm trying to grasp the, the state of mind that I was in to even go down that path. Like, how hurt was I on a scale of one to ten as I, as I look back at those situations? And it's countless situations, y'all. I mean... From the time that I was a freshman in college, December, so I got to college in August, December as a freshman, like I started these, play, I, I get anybody would say this, but it was like player type vibes. And this, <laughs> it is not, it is not who I was. So every interaction that we had, I say we, that me and these women had, they, like, so if the standard started off at, at a 10, and that's that's their level that they would need for somebody to meet them at, I was meeting them at like a 3 or a 4. And it was, I mean, the the time that it took me to kind of dive into you know why why was I this way and I don't know. I wish I wish at that time that I would have been held accountable to an extent. I needed to be held accountable for my actions. And I wasn't, you know, and that's not on anybody near me. It probably could have been. It probably it probably should have been, but and I don't blame them for that because, I, you know, we grown, everybody in college, and you got to go through certain paths on your own. But a level of accountability would have been helpful, you know, especially for these these women that were just hanging in the balance, just trying to figure out if it was going to work or not. It, and the women, these were women who would have allowed me to do that 
without me deceiving them. There are there were girls who would have been completely okay with that. I didn't do it to them though. Those girls, you know, that send you the the direct messages, the inboxes, who, you know, are just trying to have a good time. I I did it to good women, which is why I feel so terrible about it, which is why Why for four or five, six, however many years after that, why so many women got hurt? Because I actually wanted a good girl. I actually wanted to be in a relationship. But I had no, I, I couldn't heal. I was, I was out here trying to meet all of my needs. And like I said, I was so selfish about it. And so I never addressed the, the actual issue. The actual issue was that somebody had hurt me. And it it was that gut, that gut dropping feeling when you find something out from somebody who I would have told you that I loved her. The girl in high school. I would have I would have told you that. But I did what a, a majority of males do. And we start to make excuses for it. And, you know, the people beside us, they okay with your actions. And nothing is okay about that. Nothing nothing is okay. You know, and like, as I said, the word that comes to my mind so much is it's an embarrassment. The, the reason why it was an embarrassment. So if you go back to some of those first episodes, I have four sisters. I have a mom. I still have a grandmother that that's alive. My aunts basically took took care of me growing up, and these and these, this is how I'm treating women. This was this was my way of you know paying the people back who basically raised me. My aunts, my mom, my sisters that taught me so much, and. As I look back on it, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't allow somebody like me, who I was at that time, to to date my mom, to talk to my sisters, to to try to try to be my uncles. That I wasn't portraying a picture that I would allow for my family members, but this is this is how I was walking around Georgia College. Freely. And I and I knew better. Like I said, if my sisters ever talked to a guy like me, I would of who I was at that time, I would have been upset. I would tell my sister that that guy is not good for you. At at that time I would have told them that. But I was I was doing it to somebody's daughter. I was I was doing it to somebody's sister. I was doing it to, you know, somebody's cousin. And that, <clears throat> it's painful to think about. Cause, because as much as I talk about it in this episode and I, as much as I dive into what happened, I can't, I can't go back and change that feeling. And that's a, that's a regret that I got to live with. 
one of my favorite quotes um, that I always go back to when I talk about this, because once again, this is not easy to talk about. Diving into what's wrong with you, because obviously it's easy for us to say, to point fingers and say, well, the royal, you know, the girls should have been held accountable too. Yeah, to an extent, those the girls should have been held accountable. But the the best thing that I did was start self reflecting, and I I probably self reflect, ooh, two three times a week, just myself. I I go out. I go sit down, I put, I throw in my AirPods and I self-reflect. And one of the quotes that stuck with me always and forever says, disrespect me in public, then in public is where we talk about it. And what I look at that quote is, what I get from it is if you... If you can show these character flaws and these traits to somebody while other people are around or to that person where other people see them in a different spotlight, you know, a, a negative a negative spotlight, then when it's time to, to go back and talk about it and you want to do it in private or you want to do it in the confines of your own home, if it felt cowardice, and I've been sitting on this for years, I've been sitting on this for, oh, I don't even know when I realized it. Maybe like 2020, maybe the start of the pandemic, 2019, possibly. I knew I I needed to apologize, and I I knew I reached out to a few people, um, a few of those women, through text message. But the the reality of it was that so many people saw what I took these women through. So many people saw the the betrayal. So many people saw the hurt. So many people were around at that time in college. And I did all of it in person, in public. And for me to reach out through a text message and apologize, I'm sure they appreciated it. But for me to do it, now and apologize and say I'm sorry and that I was wrong, a hundred percent. And that, and once again, they didn't do everything right, but I I definitely didn't help out the case. They they probably should have stopped talking to me after months. And we 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 are talking about girls that stayed around for years, and I wasted their time. That. There's no, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I wasted time. And to the guys that they had to talk talk to in their future, I didn't set them up to be successful because it was, it was manipulation. It was a picture that I wanted to paint. And my guess for them is if they see that again, they could be hesitant. And I'll play a part in that. And so I was struggling to 
to sleep with myself at night knowing how I feel about women and protecting women's emotions. And so I am sorry to those girls and I know I apologized in the last one. <laughs> and in the last one, y'all probably didn't even know what I was apologizing for. Y'all, be- because I didn't go in- into the details because I knew this episode was going to be way more important. But to my, and I think this is what I, I need people to get out of this episode. I want you to get out of this episode. To my dads who are raising young men or, you know, if you have uncles that are stepping in or aunts that are stepping in or grandparents stepping in raising these young men, raise them to be who you would want your daughter to talk to, who you would want your daughter to marry, who would you who would you allow your daughter to go to prom with? And I think if we look at it from that perspective, we don't have these gender roles. And, you know, so many times growing up, I remember um, the the attitude behind a male having so many women. And for so long, I wanted to be the complete opposite of that. And then my senior year, when I went through what I went through, I turned into something that I hated growing up. That's what I turned into. And so to my to the brothers who have have sisters and have moms and have aunts, who would you want your mom to to marry? Who would you want your mom to date? And and I'm gonna be honest, you know, I, I don't think I don't think marriage is for everybody, obviously, and that's okay. But give give them an option. Give these women an option to say, "Oh, I'm okay with with you talking to other women." It be honest about it. If you're not ready, but you enjoy somebody's company, like be honest about it, or and be honest with yourself. Are you in a in a position where you should be dating right now? Are you in a position where you should be talking to women? Because if it comes out that you're not and you hurt somebody because you're not ready and you are choosing to be selfish, that. That is going to bother you if if you got a genuine heart. And I, I think I would consider myself a genuine person, which is which is why I'm coming out saying this now. And I've never, I don't think I've ever, I, I'm, I take that back. I've spoken to people about this in private, for sure. But publicly, never, never have came out and, and said it. So... I want to end it with, I am sorry once again. I do apologize um, to the women that I hurt and to the women who are out here hurting right now because they find themselves in a position that I just talked about. They find themselves with guys who 
are are in between. And to the ladies, stop lowering the standard. If if you know what you want in a guy, and you've done everything in your power to to get that from the guy, and you have and you are emotionally invested and emotionally mature we i think you got to stop giving guys the the benefit of the doubt and move on because there are some good ones out there i was once that at a point in time and obviously i'm working on getting back to to where i was for sure but there's some good ones out there you know i think and sometimes y'all You got to let some people fall on their face, you know. And if they miss out on the good girl, they miss out on the good girl. You got to move on with your life. But sticking around, waiting for something to happen, and he has shown you sign after sign after sign that this is not happening. That might be a sign. And that sign might be to move on. But I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I hope you got something out of this episode. And I hope that y'all have a fantastic rest of your week. Episode 8 will come out next Wednesday. Please, please, please stay tuned.